All right, 422 here on the Blitz 1170, streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app inside of the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studios. We want to hear from you on the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line 918-262-5072, 918-262-5072. Uh, so on Friday, this involves a story here locally. Friday, we didn't really get into this uh, at all. But let me, uh, let, me, uh, let me take you guys back a few years ago. Uh, we were in the midst of a uh, pretty controversial time in our country when it came to participation in the anthem. Uh, kind of spearheaded by former 49er Colin Kaepernick and also uh, a series of items that were happening across this country that spurred a lot of individuals to go on and to take knees during the national anthem. And every high school uh, in the country saw elements of this. I shouldn't say every, but there were a lot of high school programs that also participated in this. And if you remember, uh, this kind of changed the game a little bit here with the way that things are done in terms of media on the high school front. Uh, we had an entity here called Oklahoma Sports Programming Network. Not here, here at Griffin, but there was an entity that was in the state that was OSPM. And basically their responsibility was, hey, we're, we're going to throw live streams up of a lot of different games. And there are other companies that continue to do this, not just in the football aspect, but in the high school basketball uh, related areas as well. You probably flip on one at uh, your your next convenience in the next round of high school games and watch a stream. Readily accessible is the name of the game in this. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw it, but did you see Matt Barnes put his hands on a student play-by-play, uh, a kid that does play-by-play for high school games in California? Matt Barnes is in big trouble for laying his hands on that kid who was calling a game that his son was participating in. Maybe more on that coming up oh, in a no. bit. A truly bizarre scenario. Does Kwame Brown think of that? <laughs> well, what's funny is it's in a game. Matt Barnes' son plays for Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher coaches a team yeah, of kids, that. right? It's that team. <laughs> and there was a scenario that happened which Matt Barnes was out on the floor cursing at officials, and there was an entire to-do with a play-by-play individual, a high school kid. But back to this story. So if you remember... There was a game that was being played, um, and I believe it featured Holbert, if I'm not mistaken. And in this game, or it was being played at Holbert, right? And it featured, I think, Norman and Midwest City. Yes. The game, it was a, it was a uh, girls' basketball state tournament game between Norman High School and Midwest City when the Norman girls knelt on one knee during the national anthem and during this stream, they forgot to turn the mics off. Do you guys remember the story? Oh yeah. I remember it. Yeah. And there was some, there was a, a racial bomb that was dropped. And also on top of that, someone that was in the background saying, Hey, I hope, I hope, um, Yes, here's the exact quote. I hope Norman gets their ass kicked, and then I hope they lose. Come on, Midwest City. They're going to kneel like that? Hell no. And then a racial bomb on top of that. Colby, do you remember the story? Oh, yeah. 
So that started to make its way around the internet. The clip was going, and it was shocking when you first heard it. You're like, oh, my gosh. Well, the Oklahoman jumped on this. And at the time, Cameron Jordan was the reporter for the Oklahoman. And they identified an individual, did Cam Jordan, in the initial story. And the individual that they identified was... Scott Sepulpa, who was a former Muskogee and Holbert coach. And that went viral, man. And it turns out that they identified the wrong person. That was not Scott Sepulpa at all. And I believe Scott had even made some posts about wanting the Oklahoma to retract the story. Ultimately, they did. And if I remember correctly, I believe Cameron Jordan apologized for this, for everything that happened well. After all of this quieted down, what you didn't know is that Scott Sepulpa decided, I am going after Gannett Incorporated on this. So he sued Oklahoma Sports Programming Network and Gannett, which is the Oklahoman and USA Today newspapers. The two newspapers or two reporters who were employed by the Oklahoman uh, and Matthew Sean Rowan, OSPN's owner, after the March 2021 incident. You see, Rowan is a uh, Tahlequah locksmith and just threw this together and had this business on the side. Well, we had a ruling in that case, and a jury awarded a former high school football coach $5 million in compensatory damages and $20 million in punitive damages after finding out that he was defamed by several media outlets. So Scott Sepulpa found himself on the winning side of a $25 million lawsuit. Holy cow. From that entire scenario that played out. So I remember the original story, but I had no idea that the person was ever misidentified or any of that. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember that part of it. Yeah, I, I remember that coming out. Like a, And what's what's crazy is is that... It didn't come out, like, right away. If I remember correctly, this was like a three- or four-day process before we found out that that was actually not Scott Sepulpa. And I, I, which kind of surprises some people. Like, you know, if, if someone accused me of that and it wasn't me, you'd stand at the top of the mountain, you know, and screaming and shouting, like, hey, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I don't know the inner workings on that side of the story at all. Uh, But they did later on find out that that was not him. Uh, Now, Rowan and Sepulpa were broadcasting the girls' basketball state tournament at that time. And during a break before the game started, it is when Rowan is heard making the racist comment about the Norman team. On the video, and not realizing the microphone was on, that's when he said what uh, I recanted for you a little bit earlier. Uh, Mike Barquette, one of the attorneys representing Sepulpa, said that it shows the faults in the Oklahoma story, accusing Sepulpa of uttering of the racial slurs, proved vital to the outcome. Court documents indicated the day after the incident, Cameron Jordan, one of the two reporters of the, from the Oklahoman, named as the defendant, heard about the incident and concluded that Sepulpa had made the comments. The court record also states that Jordan relied on official sources who told him that Sepulpa was the speaker. Quote, the discovery that they actually had zero sources supported naming Scott Sepulpa as speaker of the remarks had a huge impact, according to the attorney. Then, obviously, the cover-up, the lies from that point forward to this jury verdict proved impactful. 
Record also indicates that despite repeatedly being informed that it was not Sepulpa that spewed the racial slurs, the Oklahoman and Jordan chose to gamble with Sepulpa's life and doubled down on the erroneous story by insisting the reporting had correctly identified Sepulpa as the racist in question. From the beginning, Sepulpa had said it was not about the money, it was about his honor. Quote, it's been very tough, to be honest with you. I owe a lot of it to God and football. Football teaches you how to get knocked down and get back up. That's all I can tell you. Uh, so Papa said that he plans to donate some of the money to Norman North High School. Quote, that's going to happen, he said, uh, and to a church that I grew up in. So, yeah, it took a while for them to finally be like, oh, oh, we're sorry. But, yeah, that's why it took several days for them to finally come back and realize, oh, we got the wrong individual. Uh, and I remember on social media that people were saying, hey, that doesn't people that know the Sepulpa guy, people that listen to it. They were sticking up for him in the comments saying, hey, that's that's not his voice that's saying that. That is that's someone else's. So, yeah, there's your update to that story that came down on Friday. But that entire incident has uh, equaled a twenty five million dollar payout. Well, to his point, I mean, who how many people ever heard that the original person that was claimed to have made the remarks didn't actually make them? I'd never heard that. Well, yeah, which is which is a good point, because you guys work in sports. Right. Right. And neither one of you had heard that, uh, like, oh, that's that's not him that was doing it until here we are like three years later down the road. Which is absolutely crazy. Uh, I did get an email on this from a company that, you know, they read headlines and they're like, hey, you want an expert on this story? Evidently, there is a crisis and reputation management expert that testified for Sepulpa that it would have taken a minimum of $860,000 to hire a digital public relations firm to buy advertising and to distribute enough positive Internet content about Sepulpa to suppress his name from showing up on Google searches related to him being labeled a racist. The incorrect story had uh, had over 190,000 page views and 70,000 readers clicked on the Oklahoma story alone. He testified the research wow. so that Sepulpa would have to overcome 813 online related stories with a publicity value of over $21 million. So if you want to know how they come to determine some of these yeah. figures sometimes, it is that one right now that it would have cost them over $21 million to kind of scrub his name of any wrongdoing. Which is what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to put the same amount of resources and effort into saying you were wrong as you did into, you know, making the original point, right? Which very rarely happens. Has it ever happened? I I mean, I think we've all seen stories that have been not factual, and then when someone has to issue a retraction, typically the retraction from a newspaper standpoint is not on the front page. Yeah, it's buried. It is buried like way, like you might got, you might have to turn to page seven inside of, I don't know, the scene section or whatever. Like, oh, right next to the movie listings, here is our retraction on the story that was front page news for like two days. I would love to see the numbers on the retraction that was made, like how many clicks that got compared to how many clicks the original story got. If it got 190,000, I mean, it has to be somewhere like in, what, 5,000 at the most probably, if no one knew it. 
So it was probably a Friday news dump. Probably a Friday news dump, for sure. All right, uh, man. Considering the way that the newspaper business is today, that had to hurt a little bit for uh, Gannett Publishing, for sure. A $25 million lawsuit. Yeesh. All right, it's 435 here on the Blue. Not Blue. very good. Not very good at all. 5 and 11, not very good. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Colby will have the reins next. We've got a snack coming up for you in about, oh, 10 or 15 minutes. Then John Holcomb and Dusty Dvorak in the 5 o'clock hour here on the Blitz 11.